0: Deep in London's beating heart lies a wall, a like do not be, if you know the call, for if the wall steps aside, be not afraid of what you see, cause the wizard world is opened up as has the Griffiths.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to The Shrieking Shack. This is a Harry Potter reread podcast for lapsed fans. I am your host, ZZ.
0: And I'm Liz.
1: And Liz, I gotta say, I know that... I talk about the intro a lot ever since we like finished the books, but I, I feel like the pressure's on now to like actually change the intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are, not, we are not reading Harry Potter. At this all. is not
0: a Harry Potter reread podcast. <laughs> like this is, really remotely in any way. It it has
1: it has branched out. From there, like, I'm I'm thrilled that we got through the whole series and revisited and investigated it in the way that we wanted to. And I'm proud of the work we did. And I think that finishing the Fantastic Beasts movies was, like, an, a, an obligation I just needed to see through because we started those movies while we were still reading. Mm-hmm. But, but watching this fucking game come out and everything surrounding it and all the people going like but would it be okay if i what if i donated <laughs> twice as much as it costs to a charity before i can i play it now? like just 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 experiencing that and just being like i don't care i'm good there's something very there's something very relaxing about that
0: no yeah i totally agree i i think that like sort of the funny thing about even us not playing it like we're not even like in the realm of consideration to play it. Nope. But, like if we were, if we were recording our, if we were on book six right now, I think we'd be shutting her down.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, right. Like, we, like you look at the timeline. You look at like when we started the podcast and what we knew about J.K. Rowling going in. I mean, like we we sort of like started the podcast with the notion that like, look, these books are not the like leftist fairy tale that a lot of people like to pretend they are right so like mm-hmm. we, we knew going in there was a bit of that but like like the middle-aged moment happening i think while we we're in like what book three i think maybe yeah like, somewhere like, in there it hasn't gotten any better in fact it's gotten worse quite rapidly and i think that 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 like that is has at least been you know i've been keeping an eye on it just 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 it's impossible to avoid, really, but like the the dual narratives of of people being like, well, no, it's a, you know, it's okay for me to play this because you know, for whatever a whatever X Y Z reason someone's invented, versus the like beyond mask off behavior JK Rowling has been doing in the over the past mm-hmm. like three four months. I can only say. Well, I hope you got what you wanted. Yeah. I do hope that there's a little bit of a tummy ache in in anyone who's been like, "Ooh, ooh, I really I really hope I'm allowed to play this. Can I post about this game I'm playing?"
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there's there have to be some tummy aches for how how defensive people <laughs> have been getting about it.
1: And the best part of it and 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 the the bit that we'll focus on cuz you know, there there there's stuff that is perhaps bigger news and and more like actively damaging news. I mean, so so b- fucking Barry Weiss uh, started a podcast company and her first big like production is this yeah, a multi-part series called The Witch Trials of JK Rowling, which is an like an interview documentary series with JK Rowling that is you know supposed to be this big deep dive into like how she's actually forming some sort of third way politics that where she gets to be liberal and transphobic at the same time mm-hmm. um uh and, and you know how she's totally not like you know oh you know oh Matt Walsh agrees with me but I'm not really you know <laughs> it's just uh, and it's like i i could if i if if i wanted to sit there and listen to that and transcribe it and really dig into and, and refute her claims or, or or politics or whatever, I guess I could, but I don't want to at this point. We no. all know she sucks. We all know she's evil. What else is there to say at this point? Harry Potter was a a, a worthy subject to tackle, even in the midst of, of the increasing, I don't know, the temperature turning up on her behavior, just because, you know, it is so inseparable from from pop culture but now that she's just doing it and like that like her job is to just like like write hate speech i don't i don't want (laughs) to that'll give me a tummy ache
0: yep yep for sure
1: like how good did it feel to see that there was this this big shitty triple a game coming out we didn't have to do anything with it
0: wonderful it looks um (laughs) not even (laughs) funny you know, I'm not even I'm not even like, oh, darn, this is some content we're missing out on.
1: I It's know. just like a
0: super mid-open <laughs> world game. No, thank you. Like,
1: I like back back in 2018, 2019, like even when maybe a little closer when it was like getting getting revealed in more detail. And I, there was like part of me that was just like, Ooh, like, this will be fucking funny. Like, this will be a shitty AAA game that we can riff on. But just like the, the 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 scales tipped in such a way where I was just like, well, even if it did look funny or fun, I wouldn't want to play it, like, engage with it. And then it also just looking like it sucks ass is just like, well, three for three, I'm good. Yeah, I'm never gonna touch this shit. It looks dog shit.
0: I don't think it even has a Crash Bandicoot run forward at the camera <laughs> sequence. <laughs> That only only real streakheads know that reference from episode two.
1: That's fucking right. That's fucking right. <laughs> the the there's none of that. There's no there's you know the Dementor internship is mid at best. <laughs> um, they put there's a apparently demiguises are a huge part of the game, but they do not d- tell misogynistic stand up routines <laughs> to the audience. So like, what's the point?
0: Huge missed opportunity there. What's the fucking point? Yeah. Um,
1: if you enjoy a little bit of schadenfreude here and there, and, and you have the stomach for it, I highly recommend going to the Hogwarts Legacy subreddit and reading all of the cope <laughs> on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think my favorite thread so far has been the person that's like, this really sets up the sequel to be a great
1: game. <laughs> There are so many people who are like this game isn't great but boy the sequel I bet is going to be incredible which is I think the last time I told myself that was like when Breath of the Wild didn't have any dungeons in it and I was like <laughs> maybe the next one will and I don't think it's going to tears of, you know Tears of the Kingdom looks good I'm not no no shade on Breath of the Wild but I was just like I just remembered vividly having that like convincing myself i'm liking it more than i did yeah i mean like i i think universally even the people who do like the game do not like the story like i'm just i'm just gonna here. i'm just gonna pull up uh the harry potter subreddit and i'm just gonna sort by last month and go let's see lifelong harry potter fan and i just cannot finish this game Anyone else confused as to why this was marketed as an immersive RPG game? (coughs) Uh, There is almost nothing to do in Hogwarts Castle. Hogwarts Legacy is much shorter than people were thinking. Unpopular opinion time. This game doesn't suck, but it's not super warm over there.
0: No, no. I hear it's a really, like, the story is very short and the rest is just, like, puzzles. Yes, it's n- like it's not a puzzle game, right? Like, it's no. not a game that is made to have interesting puzzles as its first goal.
1: Right. I, I do know that it, it has, like, speaking of Breath of the Wild, it has, like, I think it's got, like, the Trials of Merlin that are sort of, like, a mini version of the shrines from that game. You know, like a little puzzle you do with your toolkit and, and get a thing. But I mentioned the demiguises. Mm-hmm. Did you know that the demi are this game's version of the korok seeds from that game too? No way! So there's just invisible guys fucking everywhere that you have to find if you want to complete one of the psycho like like people are pissed about that. That is is like the number one complaint I see other than the story is that the demiguises are annoying and not fun and they shouldn't be in there and they're stupid. Like just people really are pissed off about the little invisible guys.
0: And they don't just tell you a misogynistic one-liner for each one you find.
1: (laughs) They have nothing to say about their (laughs) ex-wife. Hogwarts legacy side quests are annoying. Is there a way to roleplay a bit more to make the game feel more like a slice of life?
0: Just tell yourself a story in your head.
1: <laughs> Just read a book at that point, I think, right? Like Just
0: go play Dragon Age 2.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're they're not having a good time over there. Um, but it's been fun to read at least. Do you remember what was the absolutely perfect quote that one of us found that was like like yeah, this game is mid, but I'll keep buying them or whatever. Right? Oh like,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was so good.
1: <laughs> they they just, they were just doing like an unironic "I'll keep drinking that garbage." Like <laughs> r- really awesome. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 come it, it's it's gone. The fucking Harry Potter Skyrim is here. Never gonna play that. Don't don't care. Doesn't even look funny bad, right? It just looks just looks bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh I'm also just now seeing the the um <laughs> the PS4 and Xbox One version, like the last gen version got delayed again. So that's um, good. Um. Every, everyone's really happy about that. So with all that said, we haven't been playing the fucking game. We haven't been doing any Harry Potter stuff. Instead, we've been at the movies a lot recently.
0: We have. We have. I've gotten really into movies lately.
1: You got into... So, so we we did a whole bonus episode about it, but do you want to just real quick talk about movie, like your little movie adventure you went on?
0: Yeah, so I got the coronavirus and I watched all three Lord of the Rings films. And- <laughs> when
1: you put it that way, it sounds so... <laughs> Uh, But it sounds like it was a great experience, other than the coronavirus part, obviously.
0: Yeah, that part wasn't great. Um, (laughs) That would not recommend that. Um, No. But uh, I was like, I'd actually just finished watching uh, the Queen's Gambit, which is hilarious. Mm. Um, That's the
1: chess one, right?
0: That is the chess one, and it is so goofy. You should you should watch it. You should watch it. It's absurd. Okay, yeah,
1: I'll put that on the list.
0: Um, Yeah, absolutely. Um, And then I didn't have anything to watch, and I was like a little bit delirious, so I didn't want to like start a new show. Mm -hmm. And then Netflix was just like, we got Lord of the Rings, we got Lord (laughs) of the Rings, and I was like, fine, I will watch Lord of the Rings. (laughs) And then I just kind of watched all three of them in a row, and they were amazing.
1: Yeah, they're pretty fucking good. They're pretty fucking that's... good.
0: And I'm like, I'm Can... into movies now.
1: <laughs> what do you do? you have any other movies that are like on your list now? Like,
0: I don't I need to go through some like listicles of like the best. I'll like type in and be like best movies <laughs> best of 2021 <2021." laughs> <laughs> or whatever. What and and I'll just go through. Movies? Yeah. If you want
1: something that's like kind of like the Lord of the Rings movies? I mean, that, that Dune movie was really good, I thought.
0: Oh, I should check that out.
1: Yeah, that was that was a that was like a fun. I mean, also in, in incredibly long, but like you know, a big epic. It was a. It was. I mean, I made fun. it through
0: Return of the King.
1: Uh, not only did you make it through Return of the King, we're on like ticket watch for the twentieth uh, anniversary like theater screenings for that yeah, movie. Yeah. Like, what if we get to go and see? The, all those big battles on the big screen. That would be I pretty will, fucking cool. I want
0: to see them. I'm having like extreme regrets that I um, slept <laughs> through the, the, the movie in the theater 20 years ago.
1: <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll get you there. they got to, yeah. they got to put all of them in theaters again at some point. I I, I I bet, I bet this is not our only opportunity to see one, but, but we'll keep an eye out because that would yeah. be fucking awesome. Field it trip. Mm hmm. But no, we we uh, we watched another film this weekend. Uh, not quite of the same caliber as Lord of the Rings, I will say.
0: Right. <laughs> right, Perhaps. yeah, because I got really into movies, and then I was like, how can I stop being into movies? <laughs> we, we
1: immediately <laughs> found something that was
0: just <laughs> absolute trash. It's the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> To
1: really, really put a damper on your on your newfound movie enjoyment, I actually just realized because Twitter has been broken, I haven't had a chance to like post about it yet. Uh, we watched Maximum Ride, the film, this weekend, <laughs> and boy, it's a shame they didn't make more of those.
0: They really set up some sequels, though. Yeah, they, they,
1: I, so like, I, I vaguely remember just from like, like browsing the wiki page for this movie, realizing that they, or like reading that they didn't finish the first book that, that it ended about halfway through, but it still really didn't like, I didn't process that until the moment the movie ended that we had only seen about the first third to a half of maximum ride
0: which is incredible, right because yeah it feels like it takes less time to read the book than it does to watch the movie
1: absolutely it's a it is a languid film it it is really really slow and like deliberately in spots the the thing that they managed to do with this that i i find very impressive is they there is way more dialogue in this, I think, than there is in the book. Because um, the book is just like all action, All right? action, like, all the time, all, all action, all the time. And any dialogue is 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 either moving that action forward or like describe, like you know, char- having char- characters like describe the actions they are taking. Right. It is it is v- just full blast moving forward at all times. And I guess I get the impetus to slow things down and try and do like character work <laughs> except that like normally it sort of goes the other way when you're adapting a book from you know from a book to a film is is that you would you sort of like slice out the stuff that isn't really watchable and 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 rearrange things to be more action heavy this they went backwards and just put nothing of value in between it's just like it's weird, mumbly conversations where nobody really says anything. it It's bizarre,
0: yeah, that's a I didn't really think of it that way that they had to kind of move in that direction, but that's fascinating.
1: it's I, I like the the movie opens with first of all, I guess the movie has like three openings because we have the we start with like the Jeb breaking the kids out of the lab scene, which. Is uh, not in the first book. I don't think we know that it happened, but we we didn't know. We 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 never see it happen in the book. Um, then we get the dream sequence from the beginning of the book where Max is dreaming about running away and getting shot at and hit, getting to a cliff, which is like <laughs> like supposed to be a metaphor for that escape. I thought like that's her dream process version of it, and so putting those right next to each other is a very weird choice. It just feels like complete lack of faith in the audience to, to understand that, that the dream's a dream. Right. Mm-hmm. But, and then as soon as we get that, then we are just given like, no joke, like 10 minutes of Max wandering around this house. There's like no soundtrack. It's, it's <laughs> this close in handy cam shot of her walking around and just like mumbling to every other character, and and it's shot in a way where you can tell that they were trying to be, like, naturalistic and kind of give it that, like, prestige TV drama feel, I guess, is sort of the... the I mean, <laughs> there's even a fucking... There's an OP in this movie, like...
0: Yeah, what's up with that?
1: It's crazy. There's just opening credits, like like, not like... Movie opening credits. I mean, like, I guess the closest thing would be like a James Bond intro, but it doesn't have like a. It is
0: like a James Bond intro.
1: Yeah, but except there's like no. It, it's like a Lindsey Sterling song, but not, I don't think it's actually a Lindsey Sterling song. And it's just like showing like CGI wings and like the the like like footage from the movie in black and white. It's very odd. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the, this this very very t v drama feel like handy cam shots dialogue forward uh uh sort of um natural lighting stuff like i it's one of those things where I can instantly clock what they're going for, but it is such an insane choice for maximum ride the book about a bunch of teenagers with x men powers,
0: yeah, yeah, it's an odd choice, all I could think about though i like is was their clothes. The whole time,
1: (laughs) they they are yes, they are they are like having these very uh, 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 quiet, reserved conversations. um, um, You know, staring off into the middle distance, looking pensive, wearing sleeveless hoodies and (laughs) tank tops with the sides slashed, and to the movie's credit. I suppose they they did this to make the wings make sense. Counterpoint: the wings don't need to make sense in Maximum Ride. I, the wings I don't will think
0: not make sense. Period. There's
1: there is no way for them to make sense. I'll, I'll we'll, we we won't talk about the extremely graphic uh, explanation for the wings that we get later on just yet. But um uh uh the the everyone is wearing. Everyone is dressed like they are uh, going to, like, a spring break beach party, but the movie is, like, taking place in the middle middle of autumn. It looks very funny. Uh, Everyone just has open sides at all times.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're also all wearing gloves.
1: Oh, yeah. Now, do we get an explanation for the gloves, or do we just think that they thought it looked cool?
0: I think they thought it looked cool. (laughs) I think it was, like they're flying gloves or something. <laughs> it's like driving gloves but for the air. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> they're like they're like bowling gloves or driving gloves like they're all fingerless, I think, right? Yeah. Or like, like fingertipless? Yeah. Yeah. We eventually sort of get to some of the beats of of the book here, but for the most part we are just like slowly introduced to every character um through these like kind of disconnected conversations with Max. And it, it like, it it, it it is trying to convey the similar thing that the book was doing, where it's like, Max is like the mom of the group. And she's like going around and, you know, telling everyone, hey, you've got to, you know, stop building a bomb in the house, um, um, eat a proper breakfast, blah, blah, blah. Um, but because we get these like longer scenes of her like, arguing with iggy in the pantry about nothing (laughs) it just it there's just a whole bunch of stuff here you could cut and you pointed this out they never say all of the characters names in this scene which feels like if you were going to establish the characters this way that would be like item one on the list
0: yeah that seems like the easy way right Like, stop making a bomb at the table. Stop making
1: a bomb at the table. Uh, yeah, Fang's name is never said in this film. Fang's uh,
0: name is never said in the film. Which is fucking never. crazy
1: because his name is Fang, and that's awesome. Why would you not want to <laughs> say his name?
0: He's the, he's the second main character. I mean, he, not he, really in the movie, right?
1: no. In in the movie, it, it's so weird because he is the second main character in the book. Absolutely, like like him and Max are sort of just like, you know, I I I I feel really pretentious saying deuteragonists for fucking Maximum Ride, right? <laughs> <But> like. <laughs> He is involved in like everything, and he clearly has like an arc in the same way that Max does. Even though that it's first person from her perspective, right? And it's
0: blogging, his blogging arc. His
1: blo- right? Of course, his blogging. Like he, like he is the breakout character as well. Uh-huh. Like he is the popular one, yeah. and they give him more to do technically in this movie, or rather, they give him more screen time by not separating him from Max in like, sequences that in the book were just solo Max scenes, but he's not doing anything. He's just kind of there all the time.
0: Yeah, they do. They just spend time with him doing, like, sexual tension scenes, except they read. I feel like I'm watching, like, a bad episode of One Tree Hill.
1: (laughs) It doesn't help that they, like, did not understand, like, the cool factor of Fang in the book, right? Like- he looks like he looks like a Friday Night Lights character, right? <laughs> like he's a he's a he's a big blonde, like like you know f- football player looking guy, and like that's you know that, I'm not no shade against the actor or anything, but it's like the guy's name is Fang. If you're re- writing a teen novel with a brooding character named Fang, like I need to see some swoopy hair and and eyeliner and and whatnot, right? Like there's a an image is conjured by the name fang but is not captured here
0: yes um also they never say fang so i guess there's <laughs> that, that, no image true. being conjured <laughs> that's
1: that's actually what if they had said fang it like would have just happened immediately like uh-huh. or, or or like you know if 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 anyone had said fang in the film it, it would the whole thing would have just come c- crashing down cuz that guy does not look like a fang he looks he looks like a like a Travis or like a Ethan Ethan <laughs> <laughs> A Scott, you know, it's like yeah, he's a he's not a he's not Fang, absolutely not. Um, what did you think of Max in this? The the cuz the, the Fang portrayal is definitely the, the 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 standout weird choice here, but what what do you think of Max?
0: I think the actress is fine. She just needed to bring a little more buffy to it. That's kind yes. of what my whole, my takeaway about the whole movie honestly is mm-hmm. that that should have been the tone, not what yeah. they went with. So I'm like got to give me a little more buffy from from Max.
1: Yeah. She she it's it's strange with her because she, the way that they like wardrobed her, a hundred percent looks like she should be that kind of character, right? Mm-hmm. Like she should be having funny, sarcastic one-liners. She should be because like, I mean, they they're putting her in like band shirts and like you know, like she, she she's she's got this like cool, cool, disaffected teen look, like m- way more than Fang, honestly. Like they they kind of made her look like like f- like i would imagine like like at least like fashion wise right like oh she's wearing yeah. punk shirts she's got a lot of makeup on she's got like feathered hair she, she like she she looks more punky than uh than fang does which it is, which is, feels a little backwards um yeah. uh but she's not she has like a couple of of like comebacks and stuff but but the tone is so mumblecore that she <laughs> and, like, real, like, quote-unquote realistic, right? Like, it's going for, like, realistic conversations and dialogue, which can totally work for a lot of things, but...
0: Not for this! Why for
1: not this? Why for Maximum Ride? I have no idea. Especially when <laughs> when, like, so the, the Maximum Ride teens, uh, I keep having these, like, euphoria-ass conversations, <laughs> um but everything happening is still maximum ride stuff. There are still like werewolf, tactical werewolf guys chasing them. Um There are still like really basic storybook character development moments happening. Like, I mean, like we get the, we get all of the cookies stuff beat for beat. We get, um, I mean like, like uh, the one that I think shocked me was that, uh, Nudge is not in the movie much at all, unfortunately. Um, but she does get one thing, which is that they walk by a store, and she is so compelled, she's so so allured by the siren song of shopping that she like wanders into like just a store in 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 like a, a like a daze and has to be dragged out. And I was like, that's the one trait that you gave Nudge. <laughs> the girl likes to shop okay like wow <laughs> great movie <laughs> um gaz still makes bombs um but he doesn't fart no which i guess is I, a blessing
0: i think in the like tv um intro or whatever you see like because it's like all dramatic or whatever it's like you're watching mind and the lindsey sterling song is playing <laughs> and i think there's like a confidential document that like is on the screen for a second and it's like quotes the gas man.
1: Oh my God. I missed that. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of dramatic shots of confidential documents in this. I didn't catch that though. That's very funny. Mm-hmm. So we get the, we, we get this like introduction scene with, with all the, all the main cast kind of in the house. Uh, and then of course, erasers show up, and kidnap Angel, and they run around outside the house shouting, Angel! Angel! Like in heavy rain.
0: Angel! Angel! Angel!
1: a Angel! A running theme of this episode is going to be talking about how many scenes go on for like 30 seconds to a minute too long. And this is like the first really funny one. Is when they are desperately running around outside the house in the woods, like, like calling for Angel. And it's like, you know, maybe they spent, maybe you spent a whole day filming that, right? Just to get enough angles and B-roll and stuff for the editor. You don't need to use all of it, you know? <laughs> and and this is a movie that really feels like they're using all the B-roll they had. <laughs> They're just walking around shouting Angel for like a solid two minutes before they get back together and go like, okay, well, Erasers clearly took Angel, so we need to make a plan. They uh, they leave Iggy and Gasman at home, although it's weirdly, speaking of like Fang being the second main character, Fang is the one who makes the call that, that Gaz and Iggy need to stay home, which I'm confused about because that was like the one moment max got with them in the book right right the the one shot she got to call and giving it to fang when he is not going to get anything else to do in the film and doesn't have much of an arc in the film i i don't i don't understand why that choice was made but uh then then they're off and uh i i literally actually cannot remember what is happening and i'm looking at my notes like, because my notes are like chronological, <laughs> right? And the the next relevant note I have, and this is true, but this has not helped me as far as plot goes. This movie has the worst audio production I've ever encountered.
0: Well, maybe you're talking about the exciting flying montage that's happening. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: I'm not, but we but we should talk about that next. I I just remembered. I'm talking about the fact that when they are having the conversation about um leaving Iggy and Gasman at home. Uh they keep cutting the dialogue too early and you can hear like the reverb stop like yeah. it's really disorienting like the there's dialogue that gets clipped too early cuz they you know put another cut in there or or wanted to trim for time or whatever and it they just like you'll just hear like in headphones it was really apparent you would just have this like sudden like like sucking sound where there used to be like ambient noise very mm-hmm. I've never I've never encountered that in a movie before. Uh, very hu- home movie type stuff in this. All over the place.
0: A lot of really loud voices and footsteps and <laughs> a soundtrack that might as well not be there.
1: Yeah, the soundtrack was buried so low in the mix most of the time that it was v- impossible to hear anything and also the I'm not sure if all the dialogue was like recorded on set or just given a bunch of post processing when they ADR'd it but like it is so processed in 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 spots and so full of like reverb and like sort of natural air, like dynamic air sounds which is like a nice sound to go for for a lot of movies if you're processing it right but like it like they it is inaudible a lot of the time like <laughs> You can tell that someone's talking, but it is, you know, Max going like, no, you gotta start just, just I can't, <laughs> I can't tell what they're talking about. <laughs> um, uh, so they, uh, yeah, they, they are. Oh, I, okay. Yes, here we go. So they are attacked by, by, um, uh, uh, uh. The erasers the eraser, steel angel they, they resolve to fly away and uh they uh that we get a, a slow motion shot of max and fang striding towards the door and taking off and this is when we first see the cgi wings and they are uh absolutely incredible they are they they are like there we get this flying montage that is no joke it is it is two solid minutes of just flying no no dialogue there's no like visual narrative like it's not like a chase it's not a it, it's like it, it's like a loading screen or like a <laughs> like a screensaver it is just a a a a a soundtrack piece looping as we get, like, again, I guess every piece of B-roll they had of them flying, it's its unbelievable. It's so long. I And, like, two minutes is not that long in the grand scheme of things, but in a movie that's 90 minutes long, not even, that's a decent chunk of time that could be anything else. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, to be fair, this is a huge moment, because imagine you're 13 and you're going to the Maximum Ride movie, watching the kids fly around with cool wings is, like, the moment. Like, it's supposed yeah. to be this, like, triumphant, exciting, because it's like, that's the power fantasy, right? Totally, um, yeah. Looks just god-awful. Looks so <laughs> stupid. I don't know, I don't know <laughs> if it's possible to make humans flying around with bird wings look cool, yeah. Um, but they did not do that. It, it's,
1: yeah, I it, it's the combination of, like, it, it's a long time, but I, you know, like you say, it is the fantasy, so sometimes you want to be indulgent and that kind of thing. Nothing wrong with that. But it's, like, I feel like a, if, if you're making the movie about the flying teens, you would, like, put some sort of narrative through line here, like, uh, like, uh, like, a, a, a good a good sequence of just like you're getting the, you're getting the fantasy you want, but the characters are still doing something right. Even if it's just as simple as like, there's like a joke scene where they like, like mess with a driver who saw them or, uh, Fang throws a protein bar to max and she catches it in a cool, just something (laughs) to like give, make it so it's not just, these shots of, like, dead-eyed CGI Max and Fang flying.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> However, after this kind of boring sequence finishes, we get the best sequence in the movie, which is when Ari comes back to clean up the stragglers and tries to kill Iggy and... <laughs> Iggy Nudge and uh, 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 Gas Man. The Ari actor is... Having so much fun in this movie, he is he is a bright light, and honestly, so is Gaz. They they are the people who know what movie they're in.
0: Yeah, Gaz. Um, for like kid acting, he's like he's going for it. He's acting, and I I love it.
1: There's there's a bit at the beginning of the movie where where I mentioned that it was very mumbly. Where he where they go like Max is like. Max, or get gas. Stop making bombs. At the, are you you're for real? Making a bomb at the table, and he it gives this like full throated. It's not dangerous as long as these components don't like. Just very, <laughs> very. Like open-hearted, full-throated acting, and he—he—he he, he is going for it. I really like the kid who's playing Gaz here.
0: It's very charming.
1: Yeah, he again—he knows what he's in. He—he's—he's he's in a goofy action movie for teens. He's having a great time. Mm-hmm. Likewise, Ari is hamming it up so much as the werewolf <laughs> guy. For one thing, he, they've got him dressed in like. Paintball gear, basically. <laughs> like, he's got a black long-sleeved shirt. He's got, he's got like the pouch belt that I would have bought for like a Django Fett Halloween costume when I was thirteen. You know, mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got like you know, he's got big combat boots, but most importantly, he's got these like contact lenses in that black out his eyes, and he has these these big old fangs that make him talk very funny when he's being threatening.
0: He looks like his name might be Fang. He, if okay, if you knew nothing about
1: Maximum Ride but you knew a character's name was Fang, that's the guy. Absolutely, right? Like
0: Yeah, if yes. you if you showed me a picture of that guy and then the guy who plays Fang and asked me which one is Ari and which one is Fang.
1: Yeah. 100% but it's so good so we get this like this like incomprehensible martial arts scene where characters are getting thrown around and and ari's like jumping around and and knocking furniture over and stuff and gaz uh goes and gets the his his little device that he was working on and like while running away from um uh running away from ari like finishes it and throws it at him and blows up the house as uh Iggy like heroically grabs him and nudge and like flies him away. Gaz is putting the work in in this movie. Yeah, He's got like, first blood. Absolutely. I guess he did it in the book too, technically. But yeah. like, but like here, it's just like he he is the first character who like like he, uh, he gets first blood. He's the first one to score like a like a win in an action sequence. Mm-hmm. Um which is very funny cuz he's supposed to be like 8 years old. <laughs> and Max, Max and Iggy and Fang have all kind of gotten their asses kicked mostly so far in in the early action sequences. Meanwhile, it's it's nighttime and Fang and Max have landed on the top of what looks like a strip mall and are arguing about whether or not Max should go and help out in this a uh, 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 situation that you can hear the looped audio of through the whole conversation. <laughs> uh, it's very strange. This is a surreal bit. This whole thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, they keep doing this thing in this movie where, because I, I think they're trying to tell us that the bird kids have super hearing, right? Yes. And so yeah. it'll it'll play like this muffled audio, and then zoom in on their ears. Yeah. To be like, yeah. they can hear this, but otherwise they wouldn't be able to hear it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the thing is, though, is that it's like, because it's like, so it's like this, this kerfuffle taking place in the parking lot next to them, which you would be able to hear without super hearing, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um And it really, so like this, this did happen sort of in the book where Max, like, sees the like cartoon gang menacing a girl with a shotgun and like swoops in to save them and like leaves fang behind if i remember correctly this movie accidentally makes fang look completely heartless because like they're both standing there you can hear this woman calling for help and fang's like don't do don't bother
0: don't get involved it has nothing to do with us. Not our problem.
1: And it's like, I don't know, you guys have superpowers and you were within earshot of this situation. It sounds like you should have intervened. <laughs> they 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 nastied this scene up to make it like more tense. It changed it from like like a like a scooby doo street gang to like an attempted assault in this. Uh yeah, they and prestiged it's, it up. They prestiged it up a little bit. But that it like <laughs>
0: Creates this
1: really jarring tone. Where, like... Th- the Twilight has this exact scene, too. With the cool Volvo tricks. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, at least there, Edward, we know, can actually, like, shred guys uh, insanely well. And also does cool Volvo tricks. And to, like, get, get, get Bella out of there. Yeah. Max is so unhelpful. And Fang even more so in this <laughs> scene. Max... Max, like, walks over and, like, kicks the guy down and is like, make sure to tell all your friends you got your ass kicked by a girl. Which, first of all the fight has just started. It is not over. The guy is like already back on his feet. And like, second of all, she didn't like kick his ass. She like threw him a little bit like down onto his butt. It, it's just like it's a very weird. It's like, it's like taunting in a fighting game after you've gotten the first punch and it just makes her look really <laughs> incompetent. Like, and then this guy proceeds to like, like attack her and she, like, dodges a couple of the punches, but then takes one and gets knocked over. And she punches him. It's just this, this. this it doesn't look like a cool superhero intervening in a situation. It just kind of looks like a fight, you know? Just, right, like, yeah. Two, two, two people who can't fight very well. <laughs> and then the guy, like, realizes that she has, like, super strength, I guess, because she knocks him into the back of his truck. And he's like, what are you? And she just sort of does a cool, <laughs> like, cool glare at him. And so he just reaches for this sniper rifle that's in the back <laughs> of his car and shoots her point blank with it. It's so funny. It's like... He,
0: like, takes a knee and, like, scopes. <laughs> he... <laughs>
1: Yeah, he like takes drops to one knee and like scopes in, and it's like a four X, nine X scope or something. Like he's just really making sure that he's that he's got a bead on Max, who just stands there and says, uh oh, and then gets shot. And apparently the bullet is so powerful it knocks her back six feet onto her ass and knocks her out. <laughs> It's so, so funny. Oh my god. And the way that it's edited, the way that it's cut together, it's like so slapstick. Like it's it's just impossible to take it seriously. It's so good. Ugh. Oh Oh my god. And then, of course, like, I was already, like, losing my shit watching that. And then, like, literally right as Max hits the ground, Fang, like, appear, like, like just jumps into the truck from above and, like, spreads his wings, looking very cool. And it's supposed to be, like, I don't know, like, oh, the superhero is finally here scene. Only, it must be implying that he was, like, watching Max get her ass kicked and, like, didn't, <laughs> didn't help and then, when as soon as she gets shot, he's like, "Okay, now, now I will try and prevent this assault from happening."
0: Just now like, I will fly in with my sleeveless hoodie,
1: <laughs> <sighs> and that uh, that that finally takes care of uh, our, our bad guy.
0: That's the best scene in the movie.
1: That is the best
0: scene in the movie. It's so fucking funny.
1: (laughs) Just Max staring down the barrel of this rifle and going, "Uh uh-oh, and then getting blasted (laughs) backwards. It looks like a fucking Popeye cartoon. (laughs) It's so good. Um, So uh, she's been shot in the shoulder so hard she's passed out. And uh, um, uh, the girl who they rescued is like... I'm going to take you to my mom. She's a doctor. And they run off into the night. I'm also now, once again, drawing a blank. Oh, no, we, we stick with this for a while. They, we, they go and I, I was thinking that the movie jumped around more than it did. But we are stuck in this sequence for a while.
0: We are. We are stuck.
1: Yeah, we are. Uh, we, are we are going to the doctor who, convinced by her daughter to to patch Max up and also not call the police. Very long conversation explaining this that I do not think happened in the book. In the book, it seemed like everyone was on the same page, but we get a very long back and forth here about like, okay, I'll help, but I'll call the cops. No, don't call the cops. Okay, but if I don't call the cops, then I won't help. Okay, no, but we need to help her and not call. Just (laughs) (laughs) a very long argument here before the mom is talked into... Into helping.
0: Yeah, and Max is just knocked out for the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, Max She's just no completely unconscious on the table. <laughs> the guy had,
1: had, like, tranquilizer darts. The guy. He really, really did a number on her.
0: We see the wound. It's not even, like, in the meat of the shoulder. It's, like, like clipped her a little bit.
1: Yeah, the, they, the, the makeup department... Had a it, it looks it looks like she fell skateboarding is kind of the vibe it has like mm-hmm. um uh but they you know they get her patched up they put some you know they rub some cream on it and put a bandage on it and say you'll you'll be better better soon um and uh, uh, Max wakes up and is like okay I'm all patched up gotta go but of course uh uh, uh the girl is there and says uh, my mom wants to uh uh take another look at you and you should stay for breakfast because you helped because you know because you helped me. Um, this is straight from the book, except for the fact that in the book, Fang was not involved in this at all.
0: In the <laughs> movie,
1: Fang is pacing around outside the house. <laughs> <laughs> like looking into the window and like Max notices him and like him away or whatever after she wakes up. But, like, he's just out there. I guess he was not invited to the pancake breakfast and not invited to, like, (laughs) to, like, hang out while uh, 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 the doctor takes a closer look at Max. He is just, like, cut out. It's so weird to, like, make the choice to put him in these scenes if they don't have anything for him to do here.
0: I guess because you would wonder where he was. (laughs) Like,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't really remember where he was in the book either.
1: Uh, wasn't this? Didn't he go and have the hawk adventure, or is that? Oh, uh,
0: maybe because I, I think they got it because they still got it. Nudge the was same with fight. them when this
1: happened. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah,
1: because because Nudge stayed home in this movie, but in the book, I think it was Nudge came with them.
0: Yep, and, and left then Iggy they, and Gasman at home.
1: Yes, and then Max went down and helped out. With the fight and and then Nudge and Fang went and learned flying techniques from Hawks is right. is the bit that's cut here.
0: How'd they cut that out?
1: That's the part you you want to see some cool like talking to birds stuff, right? That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. I I would much rather have that than the part, uh, fight in the parking lot. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um uh. So, I guess something that we we haven't really been talking about that's peppered through here is we keep getting these flashback sequences in this movie, kind of mm-hmm. in between all these scenes, to what it was like at the school. Um, we haven't been mentioning them really because they're, like, boring mm-hmm. and, and, <laughs> and pointless and nothing. <laughs> um, but I think that there is one aspect of them that is kind of important, which is that... Uh, Ari for one thing we know Ari is Jeb's son uh uh like immediately in this and we also get a version of Ari where he was just I guess always an evil little boy Tom Riddle style like
0: right yeah
1: I think it's when Max is knocked out here that she remembers this this moment where she's in a cage in the school and Ari comes in and like menaces her like he's light from death note like just like <laughs> just like doing this bizarre soliloquy about how like oh you're not a person you're a monster and he and like again another child actor who's kind of going for it in this
0: in this oh, yeah
1: um but he's just like a full-on damien he's just like he's just like doing evil guy stuff and like tormenting her while she's in this cage uh, which is an odd choice because if they were going to make more of these and they were like going to like finish the book, uh, like the big emotional twist at the end of the book, if you can call it that, is that uh Jeb reveals that Ari is her brother, right? and like right. you're supposed to feel a little bit of pathos about like, oh fuck. They have a. they must have an interesting history. If 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 he was acting like this, I don't really care that he was his he was her brother. <laughs> like, just seems like he's evil. Seems seems like that's bad no matter what. Uh yeah, are
0: you, are you, you feel like you, you feel like you're watching the ring, because they're all also in these like these white padded rooms. Yes. So you're just like, this is just watching like Samara tell the tell the like doctors like I want to kill everyone. <laughs>
1: Yeah, 100%. It's just like a this this movie's tone oscillates so wildly between like like drama and horror movie. Like the, the everything involving the school is shot like a like 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 just like The Ring, like a 2000s horror movie. It's got that like super contrasty, blown out like light bloom on everything, right? It's got like the really tight close-ups of very grimy looking people like it, it, it's 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 going for that like saw the ring type like digital horror look right and it's mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a very again a very strange fit especially because the set dressing in this movie <laughs> is like everything at the school is shot in a parking garage I think <laughs> or maybe a photo studio like it's, it's, it's just like a concrete gray and white room. And the cages that they have the actors in are like wire cages that you put dogs in when they go to the groomers, you know? Like,
0: right, right.
1: <laughs> they're the cages that the dog that your dog stays in, like, when you when you have to like go on a long drive. They're just like not particularly uh I, there, there's not much like like not, they don't look like cool sci-fi cages, and they're also not particularly threatening. It's just, it's just a, a a very glaring, low budget moment, I guess. It's it's not it's not particularly creative.
0: I just wouldn't have gone for the horror movie vibe for a superhero movie for thirteen year olds.
1: <laughs> it's a very and like there's nothing. They're not graphic or like you know, inappropriate. They're just, they're not, they're not fun in the way that you would want this to be fun. Right. Like not, that's not, you know, I, I love, uh, I love horror movies. It's just like a, it's a, it, it's just a, an odd choice that just never, never really clicks. Uh, also, I'm just remembering the other aspect of them, which is the first person shots of like, being operated on there's a lot of that in this movie as well in these sequences
0: yeah a lot uh, there they go on for a long time
1: almost as long as the flight sequence i think that first that first like shot where it looks like she's at the dentist and it's just like yeah. doctors looming over and like mumbling and you can't hear what they're saying that that legit goes on for like two minutes it, it is it is another just like why this This could be ten seconds. we don't need to see all this move on um, uh so uh uh the the thing that is rather graphic, however, is we after that sequence we um we move back to max with uh <clears throat> with the doctor who is pointing out that she has the chip in her. And also that she's got those extra those extra wing bones in her in her back, and uh, what's up with that? And we get this long sequence after this of Max in in the girl's room taking her shirt off and like examining her wings and it's fucking nasty. It's so gross. <laughs> it's
0: so gross.
1: Dude, get, like walk walk us through it. Like it's so fucked.
0: Um it looks like she has two enormous paper cuts on her back. Yeah. <laughs> where wings come out it is so gross
1: it is super nasty it's like there's like sticky sound effects playing as like it, it's like an open wound on her back it's crazy it's it's and like i i guess if you were leaning harder on the like oh i feel like a monster stuff that might be cool in a different movie maybe but it's like for this this thing is supposed to be like again like a cool teen drama power fantasy thing it's just icky it, it's like this bizarre body horror sequence of her like slowly removing these wings from her back and there it just looks like she's been sliced open it, it's really really graphic <laughs>
0: It reminds me of um, Netflix's hit um, show, The Order, um, where (laughs) when they become werewolves, there's like this super cool practical effect where there's like skin stretched over like fur and then they cut the skin open and there's like fur that comes out and it's awesome. Yeah. This is not the place for that. (laughs)
1: Not the place for it, and also not a good practical effect,
0: either. It's like a, <laughs> No.
1: They've, like, CG'd on this, like, weird gash on her back that these horrible-looking wings come out of, but, oh, it's just so... It's one of those things that's, like, it doesn't... I guess it doesn't actually look all that graphic. Like, it's not, you know, she's not bleeding or anything, but it's one of those things that just makes me think about the logistics of it and gives me the shivers, right? Just like, ah! Like... I you know, I if I if if this is what getting wings is like, uh I, I I'm out. Which yeah, if that was the intent of the movie, that would be cool, but it's Maximum Ride. That is absolutely not the intent of Maximum Ride. The intent of Maximum Ride is that having wings is fucking badass.
0: Here's my take. This movie like makes no sense. And And the thing that it cares about the most, for some reason, is the logistics of the wings. Like, that is the Mm -hmm. line in the entire film. They based their, like, their wardrobe around it. They have this scene with this, like, the wings coming out of these, like, gross slices in her back. And I'm like, that is the last thing you should be thinking about. We do not care how the (laughs) wings work. It is never, ever going to make sense.
1: (laughs) It is is the... It is like the quintessential who pumps the tires on the Batmobile thing of just mm-hmm. like, I don't fucking care. That's not why I'm here. Right. Like, especially as not only do we get this long scene of her, of her like looking at her back and like, you know, examining her wings and stuff, uh, she then gets up and wanders over to like the pile of clothes that the family has like left for her, like fresh clothes and she like picks up the shirt which is a another band another band tee <laughs> and she <laughs> picks it up and she mumbles like this is never going to work and she this won't we, do this won't do and then so and then i think if you absolutely had to have this scene you would shoot that you would you would have her you would shoot her picking up the the shirt and like draping it out and seeing that it's like sleeved and she would say This is never going to work. And then you would just hard cut next scene moving on. And you see her wearing the shirt with the modifications that she's made to look cool. Right. Like,
0: yeah, make it cool.
1: Yeah. Like just make it like a cool, like, Oh, she did this cool thing. You know, that, you know, she said, she said a one liner and then moved on. No, we are now treated to another two minute fucking scene of her taking some scissors and modifying (laughs) it. We're just. When are we gonna get to the fireworks factory? It's the whole movie is like every. It's. (laughs) What was the book? Was it twi? It was Twilight we were reading, right? Where we will we were like joking about like, does the author know that you don't have to show every, like you don't have to show Link going to the bathroom
0: thing, (laughs) right?
1: This is the. This is a movie. By, for and by people who absolutely sit around going like how come Link never goes to the bathroom in one of those games like just <laughs> you just do you just see them do every little thing to the end it, it, like like zero zero trust in the audience to understand that if she shows up in a scene later uh uh with a shirt that looks slightly different that she would like cut it to put her wings through it it's just just very weird choices like that
0: mm-hmm. um
1: uh, uh. Fang is super pissed that Max has had this little side adventure. He is waiting outside. It has become evening, as uh, evidenced by the fact that everything is now covered in a really ugly blue filter.
0: <laughs> yeah, they certainly didn't shoot it in broad daylight and put a blue filter <laughs> over it later.
1: So they, like, walk away from the house. He's been waiting around outside this whole time, I guess. It's gotten dark, and he's, like... I like, why are you mad at me? I should be mad at you. I actually don't know why Max is mad at him at this point. Um, but, but that's what's happening here. Uh, then they take off and I kid you not, we get another two minute flying montage reusing the same shots as before, but with the blue filter on like, (laughs) like, I could not believe this. I had to go back and double check because I was like, surely they didn't actually. And it was just look, it just looks similar, but no, I I looked at this and the backgrounds changed because clearly these are like, you know, these are composite effects shots where they have like the, the, the shots of them swooping and, and whatnot. Um, but they, they are a hundred percent, these like the same three or four, shots of Max and Fang flying that they are just putting over different backgrounds and putting a filter on. It is so <laughs> fucking funny. Like... <laughs> it didn't look great to begin with, but calling attention to it by, like, extending it out for... <laughs> for t- for so long and also reusing stuff, it's so good. Like, that's... That's so gotta be so disappointing. Like, like these have got to be the moments that are so disappointing. If you are a diehard maximum ride fan, like you want to see the, the flying has got to look cool, right? You got to have some good meat, like meat for your AMVs and stuff. Right.
0: Yes.
1: Nothing, nothing for the AMV crowd in this movie. Uh, so they're still, they, they land and, uh, Max and Fang are still mad at each other and they find this cabin. That's, that's empty. And they have another mumbly conversation where I, I as far as I can remember, the dialogue between both of them was, "Why are you bad at me?" like back and forth <laughs> <laughs> and then they almost kiss like like the le- like would you agree that this is the least romantic tension two characters have ever had in a movie?
0: Yes, it is the least, and they <laughs> don't ever say his name they never say his name. <laughs>
1: They never say his name, but there's this bit where they're like, they're seriously like, are you mad at me? Why are you mad at me? I'm mad at you. Well, why are why are you mad at me? I should be mad at you. And then they, they're they like repeating this, and then they just get closer and closer, and then they almost kiss. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, this is crazy. These are the least compatible people on Earth. This is terrible. Yeah, 100%. But then uh, then they hear a noise, and it turns out that Iggy, Nudge, and uh, Gasman have arrived. I guess it's not really much of a problem. They say that they blew up Ari, and then they they followed the trail, and now they are here. I I have in my notes again, we have another mumbly conversation. I don't remember. I think, th- oh, this is when they were talking about how Ari attacked Max with a knife at the school, and we get another evil child flashback to that.
0: Yep. Yep. Really strange. Really strange thing to invent for the movie.
1: Bizarre moment, especially when literally right after this Ari shows up to the cabin and is like an awesome guy again, like awesome villain guy, having a great time. Very, very funny moment where, uh, he like, cause Max like storms off and is mad at Fang for something again and kind of wanders away from the cabin to the edge of this lake. And then Ari shows up and like, they sort of have like this back and forth and then, All of all of the the bird kids show up and Max is like, you should know, Ari, that I am never alone. And Ari goes, you should know that I'm not either. And he like raises his arms like, you know, whenever a bad guy does a cool thing to reveal that like his 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 homies are with him. Right. Mm -hmm. But you don't see the homies (laughs) like he just (laughs) does it. (laughs) <laughs> and then, like, in the next shot, you can see that his his boys are there, but, like, <laughs> there's this very awkward moment where it just looks like he, like, summoned, he summoned his squad and they didn't show up. Like, <laughs> it was really, really good.
0: The homies were mistimed.
1: <laughs> the homies were a little late, but it's okay, because they do show up and they have a big fight, uh, and they kind of whoop Max and Co., uh, and take them back to the school.
0: Is that when they have the, like, the ear-splitting ringing oh, to defeat them? Oh, my God, yes!
1: Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, what was the deal with that?
0: I don't know. It was, I, well, because we've been having all of the shots of them zooming in on their ears to show yeah. that they have super hearing, and then they have some sort of sound device, which they also made sound horrible. Yeah,
1: It it is so bad. It, like, because I was watching with headphones on. And, like, I had to take the headphones off. Like, I... Th- this this ear-splitting flashbang sound. That's, <laughs> like, you don't... You can convey that, but, like, you convey that through acting. You know, you can't... You can't make the audience feel like that, too. It was horrible. I was like, I'm glad I don't have, like, a dog in the house or something, because they'd be going crazy at this sound. It was so high-pitched and horrible. So... While we were watching this, did you have the like play bar up? Like, how you could, could you see how far you were at this moment? Yeah.
0: Yep, I did. I, I okay. looked a lot. Like, I not, not, not because I was like, when is this going to end, mm-hmm. but because it was consistently funny to me to look and see how much of the movie was left. <laughs>
1: this, this was the first moment that I thought to check because I was and like, you were
0: like, oh, 20 minutes. <laughs>
1: I was just like thinking about how soon into the book this was versus <laughs> versus uh, uh, what was happening in the film, and yeah, we have like less than twenty minutes to go at this point. <laughs> uh, the The kids get taken to back to the school. Uh, Angel is like, "Oh no, they they caught up to you!" and and they're all put in cages in the parking garage next to each other. Um, Jeb. Uh, uh, comes for Max and they have like their, their epic reunion um, where she gets to, you know, kind of unload on him, all of her feelings about him uh, abandoning her, uh, which we never saw happen. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) he kind of vaguely talks about his, his grand plan and, and this 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 i i have to say i do kind of feel for this for the like for the writer of the movie here because it's not like the book was particularly helpful here either i i read this book and i don't know what this scene was about i'm sure that it will make sense once i've read the other books maybe but
0: no but, wrong but <laughs> <laughs> absolutely wrong <laughs> um
1: yeah, Max. Max kind of unloads on Jeb and is like, "Fuck you! You you betrayed me. I'll never love you again. You're not my dad." Blah blah blah. And and he goes, "You sh- you should try one of the cookies. They're they're delicious." And then he takes one of the cookies off of the plate that's between them, and there's a note written like <laughs> under the cookie that's like, "You don't know everything. Uh, uh, like, be careful. You know, be careful or whatever." And. I think Max sees it, but she doesn't, like, she just reacts the same way she would have anyway and, like, throws the plate at him.
0: I don't don't like chocolate chip cookies
1: anymore. (laughs) A really, really not very cool sounding line. (laughs) And then Ari drags her back to the cages. This is my favorite part of the movie. (laughs) Ari drags Max back to the parking garage with the cages in it, and he he like gets her in front of the door to the cage and starts going, (laughs) Rr, get in the cage! Get in the cage!
0: Get in the cage,
1: Get in the cage! Get in the cage! Rawr, get in the cage he's, he's really really get
0: in the cage. <laughs> he's really acting he's really acting
1: and uh uh max sort of like you know is playing mind games with him and is like you know what are you gonna do to me like you can't like yeah, i know that i know that jeb won't let you do anything to me so you you know you i can do whatever i want he's like rawr, get in the cage <laughs> he's just really really <laughs> insistent that she gets in the cage get in the cage um, <laughs> she swipes his key card sticking out of his pocket at a really obvious angle during this scene <laughs> uh and uh the 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 heist is on we spend like zero time in the school because the movie's almost over
0: we did get a scene of angel doing the torture experiments
1: oh that's right we did we it was like the it's a very very funny <laughs> scene too because it's just like again another like like just just horror movie shot right of like her sitting on the table and like like whimpering and like being zapped like they're just zapping her with electricity and it just cuts to the scientist lady who's like increase the voltage by ten percent or whatever it's just like completely stock evil scientist scenes.
0: She's at the fucking elfin lead facility. They're shooting <laughs> cannonballs at her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just just the the they get there's the um the scientist lady who I assume is this a character who, who is being set up to matter more later because she comes up a lot in this movie and she's like the head scientist or whatever. And she has this moment where she calls a mysterious voice, like right before the breakout happens where she like you you at first you think that maybe she's having like a change of heart or something, but instead she's like calling <laughs> this this lady with like a really strong like New Zealand accent who's like, What why are you calling me? I'm I'm busy doing rich person stuff. And uh and <laughs> the scientist is like, I don't I don't think Jeb is gonna be able to go through with this. I think that I think that we need to like replace him or whatever. And this is a whole this is all set up for like a future thing, right?
0: Yeah, it, it could be like one of like three different characters, so I'm not <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> That's so enticing. I've got to read the rest of the books.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, this is minor spoiler, but there's literally this like evil lady character that at one point is like, Max, I'm your mother. And then later it's like, I meant metaphorically. I (laughs) think of you as my daughter. (laughs) Oh,
1: fuck. Yes. Fuck. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I got to read the rest of these. Um, Oh, they're so good. So, so yeah, that's like the most time we spend in the school is, is that. And then the, the escape is on. Uh, Max got the key card from Ari um when he was yelling at her to get in the cage. And uh, arr, arr, get in the cage. Um uh uh, uh they, they they run they run out and and you know the three eraser actors that they have are chasing them through this. <laughs> college parking lot it's,
0: it's paintball time it's paintball time I, I love the
1: erasers so much in this movie they're just guys they're not werewolves <laughs> they are just guys um and uh they they corner uh, uh uh max and then uh of course iggy and and uh uh, uh gas Man and nudge have co- sort of like broken off and they're they're in a they're in like a supply closet and gaz is like wait a minute i know what to do and so, like Ari and Max have this standoff where they sort of square off and and like like fight each other, and then Ari has the upper hand and he's like you, you I, I, I actually don't know how he sets her up for this this like own where he's like you oh he's like you have no- you have no choice." Ma- or you have no other options, Max. And she's like, "There's always another option." And then it just cuts to Gasman throwing a pipe bomb at Ari's head, like, <laughs> like just from off screen, just like full on <laughs> chucking an explosive at Ari and blowing him up while Max does a backflip over him. <laughs> it's so good. Gas Gasman MVP in this movie.
0: He's like two zero.
1: Yeah, he's he has defeated Ari twice. And and I I'm a little conflicted about this because uh Max kicking Ari so hard that he died is one of my favorite parts of the book. Uh but I will say Gaz Gaz really brought it in this movie and I'm glad he got to have a cool moment blowing the bad guy up. So I think I just it works. think
0: that him being the one who blows up the bad guy makes the Makes no sense. It, like I'm not saying it would make great sense for Max to do it, and the way that they set up Ari also is like invented for the movie and makes no sense. Mm-hmm. But why was it Gaz that that dealt the killing <laughs> blow? Like, yeah, the, the, m- the little kid <laughs> side character.
1: <laughs> the, the the movie is called Maximum Ride, and Max. I don't. Does Max win a single fight in this movie? No. Like, she's really jobbing it in this one. Like,
0: the two uh, fights that are won are won by Gaz having a bomb.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah it's kind of OP, honestly. He's like, <laughs> it's like if, like, because they're, they're they're, it's not like particularly well done, but they're sort of going for like a martial arts movie vibe with some of the fights, right? Like, like, I, the 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 move that i think think about in this movie that's one of those things that's like oh that would be so cool if this was like shot better is in that parking lot fight earlier in the movie max does this move where she like palms up the guy's chin and then like pushes his head down onto the ground you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's it's like a it's like an Aikido thing where it's like if if both actors had been in sync on this, it would have looked insanely cool. Yeah. Uh, but but because it's you know it's like shot from like middle distance and just doesn't look particularly well acted. It just sort of looks like the guy is the, the guy weighs like five pounds or something. It's really. <laughs> um, but but the idea of like Gaz just winning all the fights because he's in a martial arts movie but keeps bringing explosives is really funny. It's like, <laughs> no man, that's not, I
0: want to see the guy's fight. It's, <laughs> you're, this is OP. This is No, it's fair. the fucking spy kid with a bomb. <laughs> he's really
1: He's really overpowered at this. He he has the best power, which is knows how to blow things up. Um uh, so they 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 escape we get an ominous shot of Max standing, like, on the edge of the building before she flies away, where it, like, cuts to, like, a webcam feed of her doing that, and I don't... Again, this must be, like, stuff that would have mattered if they made more of these, because it just... Yeah, they, just knew
0: a, it, they knew it was going to pop off, and they were going to get <laughs> gonna, for, like, three sequels.
1: <laughs> they were going to get to do all the maximum... God, two movies per book? If that... <sighs> Ugh, that would have that would have been quite a slog at this pace. Um, um, I <laughs> I did say that uh, my favorite part of the movie was our our get in the cage but I do have to give honorable mention to the ending of this film um, where all of the kids are standing outside. you know, it's a new day. the sun is shining, they've got angel back and they're all hugging. And Nudge then asks, "What are we gonna do now?" And then uh, 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 Max mentions, uh, "You know, she's like, I don't know. We'll 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 find a way. We always do." And she's like smiling, and then she just falls over,
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> like
1: full on, still smiling, just keels over into the dirt, <laughs> like. It looks it looks like a sketch and then as this is happening we get the uh, a, a excruciatingly long uh sequence of like footage of hallways and server rooms and desks until we finally zoom in on the uh the like ominous document that says max ride and it says you know has like a New York address on it um this scene is so funny because it feels like like, you know when characters have like a vision in a movie and it's like just a bunch of really rapid images right and then Mm -hmm. and then you know they wake up and they're like i think i i think i saw my father or something like that right like this it's like watching one of those like 0.25x speed to like pick out all the images but it does (laughs) it for you it's so long
0: Well, it also just, like, plays the whole movie in reverse before it does the, the, like, documents and things. I
1: forgot about that. Yeah, it plays, like, the
0: entire movie backwards. (laughs) Like, for a shockingly long time. This this is, like... I I really like
1: when movies take a long moment. Uh so a, a lot of the time like there's that movie that came out a couple of years ago the green knight um mm-hmm. that has the this bit that I, I i saw a lot of people complain about that i really liked where it was just like as 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 king arthur triumphantly leaves the city on his horse you you like see him uh uh like waving to all the people and everyone sending him off and then you just like see him keep riding for like another full minute and just like kind of watch him like like just kind of like watch the energy die down and stuff and i was like oh i really like that this has it the opposite thing where it's like instead of feeling like it's going on for too long for effect it feels like it hasn't loaded the next part of the movie or something It's it just like you 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 will have gotten the gist of the flashback or the or the flying scene or whatever and then it will just keep on showing you images from it just to really make sure you understand that this that this is the movie in reverse this is the document Max saw that says New York on it. It's it's a real slog.
0: It is the longest shortest movie of all time. <laughs> it is not even 90 minutes. That 90
1: minutes like includes the credits. It, it is it is short, and it it felt, like, what felt longer, Return of the King or this? Like,
0: oh, this. <laughs> well, I don't like, know, Return of the King's pretty damn long. It is pretty fucking
1: long. But uh, oh, what a
0: treat. What a <laughs> just treat all the way through.
1: <laughs> Nobody yells, get in the cage in that movie, though. Actually, <laughs> mm, wait, I think some orcs basically do actually do that, so I guess Lord of the Rings wins 3-3 here.
0: Looks like Shelob got another one. Get in the cage.
1: (laughs) Oh, I, I was, I knew that the movie what didn't cover the whole book, and I was still not prepared for that to be the ending. Right. It, it was. It's so. Abrupt isn't even the right word because, uh, like, uh, abrupt implies like energy. Almost, it, it's more that it just stops. Like, it's just like, okay, movie done. Like, there's, there's no. <laughs> it's not a cliffhanger, really, because like the, the like they succeeded in making it feel like, uh, like the end, like a very rushed, but like it does feel like the end of an act there. But nothing happened. Really, they just sort of overcame a mid-movie obstacle at the end of a movie,
0: <laughs> right?
1: It, it very, a very, a strange sensation that I've honestly never felt watching a movie before. Like, this is it a is new a,
0: experience.
1: Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I I almost feel like a little bad going in on it, and I I I I. I cuz like obviously if like for one thing all of these were like total unknown actors at the time the uh, i think the only actor who was like a, a real draw here was Jeb the guy playing Jeb was in is like from a really famous uh uh soap opera called Neighbors he was like a main character on that oh weird yeah he's he's been in a bunch of stuff um th- a lot of the adult actors are like, sort of like, you know, the kind of people who who have been in like every TV show for one episode to be like Doctor B, right, or like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, civilian A, like like, like there, there there's a lot of of that, and then the the production and like the 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 the, the like lead up to this movie was very strange. The Hardwick, the 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 director of the first Twilight, was originally working on this movie. Which, <sighs> what a what a missed opportunity that was. Could you imagine? This is,
0: the, this is like the most tragic fact to know for me.
1: Yeah, knowing that we could have gotten something like like something like a banger Twilight level <laughs> for the, it, like perfect director choice there, but it it bounced around for a few years after that was originally the plan until Maybe it she ended- read
0: it and was like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm not making this.
1: <laughs> Maybe so. Um, and it bounced around and ended up at, at a YouTube, like, like production company, basically like, like a web, a web series production company, mm. um, that, uh, you, what was it you discovered about it yesterday?
0: I don't know because it was New York Times paywalled. Oh. (laughs) But it was just like an announcement like, oh, Maximum Ride um, is getting a web series. And it was like from like a year or two before the movie came out. Yeah. And so there was some speculation online of people saying, like, oh, did they just take the web series and cut it into a movie? Which. I'm not going to say that they did that, but it feels like they did that, right?
1: Yeah, like like definitely one of those things where it could absolutely just be like a just so story, but also it would make sense given like I think the thing that that really feels illuminating about that is if you were doing YouTube videos and you're doing like, you know, 5 to 10 minute episodes that are being dropped every week or every day or whatever, the pace doesn't need to be the same as a film and it would explain stuff like why the first 10 minutes of the movie are that really mumbly conversation, just moving around the house. Right. If that was just a video for maximum ride fans, I think it would hit a lot better probably. Right. Like Mm -hmm. if you're just getting like, like 10, a 10 minute scene in a movie is taking up too much fucking time, usually. Uh, A 10-minute YouTube video that's just a standalone thing, that, you know, I feel like that might be, like, really valuable for, like, fans of a a thing, right? It's like, oh, I just get to see my favorite characters hanging out for a while. That's cool. Uh, Yeah, you know
0: what else it explains? Mm. Why Jenna Marbles is involved. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Jenna Marbles, the executive producer of this film, apparently,
0: Um, Mm -hmm.
1: she is never talked about it uh i, I did, did i think that this came out well before like pre-self cancellation um right yeah uh but yeah like she wasn't like there's not I, I was hoping that there'd be like some vlogs that we could dig through about like the production or like the release or anything nothing like that um uh just 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 her name's on it but no, uh, no involvement. She's not in the movie. She doesn't have a cameo. That's the thing that I thought was strange. Was like even if even if the like the web series thing never came together, being a micro celeb and not getting a cameo in your own movie, that, I, I was just like surprised. Like, huh? That seems like a little odd, I guess. And and I wonder how involved she really was. I don't know if this was like her company or if she. Just ended up as like the named producer among many as a marketing. thing. I'm very curious what what, what happened there. Um, yeah,
0: very very strange. Although if it was a marketing thing, you'd think they would have her market it.
1: That's right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the the web series thing does does. I I think that if it had been a web, se- like it would still be as corny and as and as silly. But I think that it would have taken some of the edge off of like the ludicrousness it has as a film if it was just a bunch of, like, five to ten minute clips, right? Like,
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I think it would still be an extreme misread on Totally. the book, the fandom, the audience. It's, like, <laughs> on every metric, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it just is not right for maximum ride but yeah it, it, like the pacing and all of that makes way more sense for, for YouTube videos
1: yeah yeah just I just feel like 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 scenes scenes like the like if there was just a YouTube video that was like two minutes of them flying I get it right like here's a video of the characters doing the thing you want to see like that—that kind of makes some sense. Um,
0: Even their weird little fights, like them being yeah. like, "I'm ma- I'm mad at you. You're why are you mad at me?"
1: <laughs> right? Like those—that's those are basically Wattpad story chapters. If you break yeah. them up, right? Like, yeah, um, yeah. A very strange. Uh, you, we, the thing you say about like it's just the misread of the tone, I think, is really the killer here. Like, the, like the budget stuff is funny. The acting is, you know, it, it is all very, very silly and, and funny to watch. But I think that, crucially, it is just a, like, like you could make something that felt closer to Maximum Ride with the same low budget, I think. Um, it's, it's, it's it has a, I, I think that, like, the, the thing that surprises me the most is there's just a real lack of energy. And... For as goofy as Maximum Ride the novel is, you could not accuse it of being boring, right? Like it is. No. It is fucking moving constantly and throwing insane, cool, high concept stuff at you all the time, and and that just doesn't come through here.
0: You know what this movie needed? Mm. A voiceover.
1: It, yes, it needed it needed a voiceover, and it needed like like music selections like i i don't know if they should have gone like gone in like a more like contemporary music direction or if they should have like been playing all of the like rock songs that max was making references to because she was written by james patterson right but like it but really me- like
0: that that opening scene instead of having her like mumble around and fight with everyone it like in this really like muted weird thing that they've got going if, if the movie started up and it was like playing some like contemporary like rock music or yeah. something and it had the voiceover come in like my name is maximum bride yeah and I'm kind of like the mom here with <laughs> among these freaks <laughs> right. right like that's the yeah. tone of the book
1: yeah you need some like you need some like power pop riffs going there right you need yeah Yeah, it it it, like it almost the the soundtrack is so muted in the actual movie. It almost feels like you could just slot that in, and it would make a lot more sense, right? Like it's (laughs) yeah, it just has no verve, no energy. Uh, like the I feel like the horror stuff isn't over-the-top enough to fit, either, right? Like, I feel like if you turn the dial a little more horror on that stuff, or, like, more campy horror, that would have worked really well, too. But everything... everything is weighed down by this desire to be... uh, like, capital D dramatic, I guess. When I... I just think that that's just not the appeal of Maximum Ride. You know, even though there is... you know, there's plenty of melodrama in Maximum Ride, but the, the energy is so heightened in that book. Um and and the stakes are so ludicrously high uh that it, it you need it needs to just have a little bit more get up and go, I think than, than what this movie had.
0: Also, consider if you're making this movie and you're like <laughs> banking on sequels, you know you've got to introduce a talking dog like <laughs> Like, soon. Like, next movie's got a talking dog. Like, what tone do we have to be
1: (laughs) working on? Can you imagine one of the languid-ass scenes in the house and then the camera panning down to a dog with a voiceover? like, (laughs) (laughs) Or the dog jumping 20 feet in the air, even? Like... This is such a the, like obviously they didn't make anything beyond this so we'll never know but like the f- just imagining the fact that like they would have had to navigate from this point to that point in a sequel is very very funny. Um uh the the the, the talk about the tone has me wondering about the manga. Have you read any of the manga?
0: I haven't. I want to though.
1: Yeah, I I I feel like I see whenever I've like poked around on like the Maximum Ride subreddit or like just on the Amazon reviews for this movie, which by the way, multiple reviews I found do ask where the talking dog is, which is really <laughs> really <laughs> funny. Um uh I I feel like a lot of people actually rate the manga as like that's my favorite version of Maximum Ride. Yeah. Which which is I like it's very funny that that like a lot of people's favorite version of a thing isn't the original novel, but also manga just feels like such a perfect medium for this story that it makes sense to me.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and the, and the movie just not having that kinetic energy that like like manga is so good at is just like I I I'm, it's making me understand exactly why people have the opinions they do about this series. I guess is 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 kind of the the vibe that this this gave me.
0: Yeah, I feel bad for Maximum Ride fans that this is the movie they got.
1: Yeah, like I, you know I I I. Maximum Ride is is so goofy. I mean like James Patterson is just a total clown, right? <laughs> like just <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but but it is so undeniably fun fast food novel like just it's just pure entertainment in a way that I really did enjoy reading. Um, and it's too bad that people who who really like Maximum Ride didn't get, did just just didn't get the movie they deserved. I I it's it's a shame. It's too bad.
0: It didn't even have to be like a good movie, right? But this no. is just not fun. Yeah, at all.
1: all. You could turn Maximum Ride into such a good mid masterpiece. You know, mm-hmm. like it doesn't need to. And like the Twilight movie, right? Like that movie has some mid as fuck stuff in it, right? Just like. Really plug and play, like basic shit, but it's perfect for Twilight. It's, it, it, it nailed it. It doesn't, you don't need to go for the Oscar. And I think that is maybe the thing that is like killing this movie is like all of those dialogue scenes, all of those, uh, all like the way that it is shot with that like handy cam, natural lit closeness to give it that like serious, considered tone. I'm just feeling like you, like, you are. You are like buying expensive ingredients to make a hot dog here, right like it doesn't need to be that you just need to make a good ass hot dog with some good ass toppings on it 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 just needs to it needs to be good junk food
0: right and like oops, I forgot to say one of the characters' names <laughs> right it's
1: just yeah it is it is it is it is just such a strange miss um but I gotta say, it was at least very fun to watch because it was—it is a wild movie. Maybe one of the most technically incompetent movies I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> I'll be thinking about this one for a while.
1: Yeah, just like the amount—the amount of cuts, where cuts are, uh, the audio being so all over the place, the uh, reused shots of flying characters. There's just so much here that's like. Really, really funny to watch. So, if you, look, if you've got 90 minutes to spare and love trash, watch this movie. It's, uh, you'll find some stuff. It's great.
0: Yeah. You've been listening to this podcast longer than it takes. <laughs> Maximum ride.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, anything else? Anything else about the movie that, that you want to say or, or anything we missed?
0: Yeah. I don't like movies anymore. <laughs> oh, we're back to not the short lived. Fuck.
1: And he had you had know. such good ones with 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 Lord of the Rings Now 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 no more movies. That's so sad.
0: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Sad <laughs> arc for me.
1: <laughs> oh, I gotta get you that uh Lord of the Rings JRPG. Maybe that that'll light the spark again.
0: It might. It just might.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, um if there's nothing else, shall we take it to the close?
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: All right. Our theme song is Hot McGonagall by Cheshire Moon. Huge thanks to them, as always, for letting us use that as our theme song. You can find them on Bandcamp, and you can find us at patreon.com slash if you would like to hear a longer report on uh, the Lord of the Rings movies and more. We've got uh, plenty of stuff there for you. And uh, Liz, I guess we'll figure out what we're doing next time. Yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Please, I, I guess this is a please watch another movie episode.
0: No, it's ple- please watch Maximum Ride.
1: Please watch Maximum, 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 Maximum,
0: Maximum, 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 Maximum Ride. Maximum <laughs> Dream that there's a lady there,
1: makes Ocean roll seem tame. Better know what you're after if you catch a ride. Cause this hot and mama is just a cat
0: in disguise.